Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Two of a Kind. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Shelby. So I guess we're going to continue the tradition and start off by recommending a song. Okay, so I found this song, Can You Hear the Moon by Grady. Wait, is it, wait, is Grady the name of the album or, uh, I don't know. It's either by Grady or the in-between. It's by Grady. Okay, yeah. I don't know if I already recommended this song. I feel like I have, but I can't think of another one. So, so Driverless Cars by Will Joseph Cook. That's my song of the week. On this podcast, we wanted to talk about what it would be like starting school during a pandemic, since a lot of places are starting to open up schools again. I don't know. I feel like a lot of students have a lot of concerns about stuff that might not like I don't know if the people who are in charge are like actually listening to the students because a lot of their concerns are like socially like how are they going to be able to see their friends talk to people get like the social like time that they need but I get that I don't know I get that um safety is obviously like number one concern but, like, they're splitting friends group like, okay, in high school, in high school, like, I think half of the week, some high schools are doing this, half of the week, it's going to be, like, only letters, like, A through, like, M or something are going to go to school for the first three days, and the next three days, it's going to be um, the last of the alphabet. It makes sense, though. It's better than them not doing anything, because as much as it's important to have kind of a social support group in school it's probably more important to be healthy yeah and it sucks like I feel bad for them yeah it's either that or they just have it all online I mean yeah and you I don't know because you look at it and people oh I saw like videos of kids going back to school and masks were only like recommended oh my god like in this one school and everybody was like that's insane because I'm pretty sure like other like other places in that state it wasn't like that the masks were only recommended and like nobody was wearing a mask and it's just like wow that's interesting I wonder if they had any cases I hope not it's honestly just a little just an added level of stress upon just the fact that we're starting college, like starting college is already hyped up to be this really big deal. Like you're, a lot of us are moving out for the first time, or even if you're not, it's like a whole new, like you're an adult now, you know, and all these things. And now there's a pandemic. Like, I hate the phrase, like, get your life together. Why? Because like, it just is so heavy. Like, it's so heavy because you can say that to anyone and it doesn't even matter if you know what their problems are, they know what their problems are. So they, like, just start thinking about all the stuff that you need to, like, fix in your life and you're just like, dang, like, I suck. So I hate that phrase. Yeah, I guess it does put um, this expectation that we're supposed to have our lives together, especially at this point, like, we're supposed to, and I don't, that phrase means something different to someone else, to everybody. It's just, I guess it just doesn't really work. It's just such a widespread attack on just, like, anyone. I'm sorry. Yeah. My feelings are hurt. What I was looking forward to the most about starting school this year was 
like you said, the social aspect, but not just the social aspect, like getting to meet people um, that are different from you or similar to you, like that kind of stuff. But also, I, I've been told that it's very important to make connections in college. And I don't know how I'm going to connect with anybody, my professors, my advice, like anybody over like a Zoom call with 300 other students. Yeah, I know. I There's like um, a group chat, which I guess is a little better than a Zoom call because I feel like on a Zoom call, you're also like nervous to like speak out. But yeah. and, um, on the group chat, like it'll literally just be like the same eight girls talking. And That's true. And in a lot of these situations where it's just like one big group, if people do start talking, they're going to kind of, it's not like they're speaking over, but some people are going to be too scared to like say anything. And then they're going to be those people who just like immediately start talking. Yeah, I know. I know somebody like said that we should have a sleepover and I was just like that. (laughs) Sounds like a bad idea. It does. It sounds like a fun idea, but like a bad idea. Like right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good idea and the wrong time. Like, how do you talk to someone when you have to be six feet apart and you're wearing a mask? You don't. That's the thing. And, like, you don't know their name either. You've never met them. So you can't be like, oh, like, Elizabeth. Like, you can't. You can't do that because you don't know who they are. It's already hard enough to talk to people without masks and without having to be six feet apart to, like, take that initiative and introduce yourself. Like, I don't know. When they could purposely, like, pretend not to hear you and it would be fine yeah and I already like I have a strategy and it's just being like so horribly messed up like I always just find the person that's alone boom we're friends like it's perfect because I'm also it just (laughs) works it's a flawless formula but what if no one else is alone then I find two no two people is too much oh what if everybody's alone how do you pick actually everyone is going to be alone you're allowed to like at least it's not going to be advised that you go up to people and stuff. I just wanted to go to a coffee shop with, like, my four new best friends. <laughs> and just, I don't know, live it up. Yeah, I don't know. I I definitely think it's going to be a little harder making friends um, and just making connections in general this year. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll make it through this. So while stuck in quarantine for months on end, I found this phrase. Is it a phrase? I don't know if it's a phrase or not. Uh, the hedonic treadmill. And it's, wait, let me read out the definition that's on Google so I don't sound dumb. Okay, so the hedonic treadmill, also known as a hedonic adaptation, is the observed tendency of humans to quickly return to a relatively stable level of happiness despite major positive or negative events or life changes. I thought this was worth talking about, um, especially since we have, I, okay, so I think we have a lot of, um, like, a lot of our happiness is, like, conditional in a lot of cases. Like, once this happens, like, once that happens, like, for me, a lot of it has been, like, oh, when once college starts and I'm, like, free to go anywhere I want and I'm, like, living on campus with all of my bestest friends and and then you'll be, like, fine. But what actually happens is that if you were to win the lottery, say, 
and you were to become super rich, you'd be happy about it for like a month. And then you'd go back to whatever level of happiness or unhappiness you were at before. I mean, I I get that. <sighs> because, like, I always like to just, like, okay, so if it's something really negative, I just always like to not care. Like, it always hits me, like, an hour later or something. But then, like, after you're upset about it, like, you just gotta be done with it. Like, because I used to, like, oh, my God, like, freshman year or something, like, it would just rip my tiny heart apart when I would ever, like, mess up in a class or something or, like, fail something. And then, like, I just had to stop caring. So I feel like it has a lot to do with caring too much. Yeah, it does. It really does. Both sides of it has a lot to do with caring too much. Because if you care too much and then you mess up, it's, like, you're really harsh on yourself. More harsh then if you had just been nicer to yourself, you'd probably have the problem fixed sooner and just, like, not be sad, (laughs) which is always a good thing. And then also, if you set all these expectations and, like, okay, once I do make an A in this class, then I'll be, like, happy. And then you make the A and nothing happens, then you're, like, oh, okay, then I guess I have to make an A in all of my classes. And I I just, I feel like it's this cycle that we are not told about, but it's just, it's it's encouraged in school a lot and just in life in general like oh when I get into this school or when I do this and it's important to notice that we really don't really like change oh my god quick question also like it it gives yourself anxiety just gonna say that or like it makes you anxious but like quick question so if you knew that you were gonna die in the next five years right yeah Okay, you had the choice. You're going to die in five years or you're immortal. Which one did you pick? Oh, my God. How long do I have to decide? (laughs) A year. A year? Oh, I'd probably take that year and decide. (laughs) Um, Okay, die in five years or be immortal. I would probably choose to die in five years. Really? (laughs) I know it's... Oh god. Like okay, so if that was the case, I would take all of the money I had and then I would use it to go do all the things I always wanted to do. 5 years is plenty of time to do all the things I've always wanted to do. Um but when someone gives you an infinite amount of time, time becomes very worthless. We only like we only like are very aware of our lives when we know that it's going to end someday and it just when there is no end to it, it's like, you're never, you're just going to procrastinate for all of eternity is what is going to (laughs) happen. Okay, so, like, I can't put this question, I probably did, it probably already existed, but, like, I asked myself this question after being nostalgic about Twilight, so I rewatched all five movies, and, (laughs) like, mortality, you know, and I was just thinking about it, and I was just, like, oh my god, like, if you were immortal, and you wanted to die after, like, say, a thousand years or something, your only choice out is suicide. (laughs) Oh, you didn't mention that part. (laughs) I thought you just, like, couldn't die. Okay, yeah, I was thinking about that, too. I was like, should I include that or not? Because, like, in Twilight, this is really stupid, but in Twilight, they're (laughs) mortal unless, unless they, like, get ripped apart. Like, shredded? Well, like their head has to be ripped off, and they, their head has to be ripped off, and then they have to be burned. 
oh that's very specific guidelines yeah I know so I was just like would I want to be immortal but I was like I think I'd just live forever I don't think I could ever do that to myself um yeah if I had the choice like you could die by suicide then I'd probably also choose live forever because like it's just like a cool thing (laughs) because then you could like if after a while the earth like is trash and aliens have invaded or the matrix happens or whatever you could just leave I thought you meant like you would be forced to live forever see I feel like that's better because that's more of like an ultimatum I think forever is just so long though that you forever is just a little bit incomprehensible to me like eventually you're gonna be alone and that sucks you're gonna watch a lot of people you love like go i know it's inevitable this is getting sad we should go back to the yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) so you started the t-shirt business Oh, okay. So I actually just got paid for like my first order today. It doesn't really count because it was for my uncle. But like, no. I wanted to start like, okay, so I didn't want to start. My mom had this machine in the garage and she got it for Christmas like a few years ago and she just decided to never open it. And I thought it was like a fancy printer, but it turns out it's like a blade and it like cuts designs and then you iron them on. Like vinyl on t-shirt. What? So it is a fancy printer. Of sorts, I guess. But like, and so I started like printing out my own shirts and then I figured out that I could do pictures. And then my brother has like a business. So I was doing shirts for his business. And then my uncle asked me if I could make him 14 shirts. A lot of work. (laughs) I did it though. We're good. And I shipped them out today. Oh, FedEx has great shipping if you're looking to ship something, I don't know. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I think I'm going to make, like, a whole Facebook page where the problem is the market is, like, already flooded. Like, everyone and their mother has an Etsy shop. I don't know. I think I'm going to stick. Like, my niche is going to be, like, small business, like, shirts. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Because, like, everybody's, like, put whatever you want on it. Like, put that you're, like, the best mama or something stupid. I don't know. Your favorite Facebook quote. But, like, if they send me their logo, I can make it into a shirt. That sounds like a good idea. I'm glad you already found a niche. That's, like, a really good... I mean, from what I've heard, it's a really good step. Nobody steal it. Speaking of t-shirts... Oh, my God. I love the transition. So, we want to talk about fast fashion. Yes. A hot-button topic. Yeah, I I don't know. Like, I feel like everything is fast fashion. And I saw, because the reason I thought about this is because I saw some girl shopping at Shein, and she had bought, like, $500 worth of stuff. And all the comments were, like, wow, fast fashion. Wow, you really don't care about the environment. Wow, like, you know, they don't pay their workers anything. Just kind of, like, bashing her. And then she was responding, what are you using to type these comments? An iPhone? Oh my god, she really did that, didn't she? Yeah, and then she was just like, are you typing this from, like, your eco-friendly, like, rock? Like, I don't <laughs> like, because she's like, everyone's involved in it, like, you can't get away from it. You can try to, like, reduce how much you spend, like, on, like, fast, not even fast fashion, just fast everything. But, like, I don't know, like, is anything besides, like, thrift stores, but even there for a profit, like, I don't it's 
it's not the fact that they're there for a profit that makes them fast fashion. I think it's more just the fact that you'll use this thing and then in a few months it'll go out of style so you'll stop using it and it just rapidly accumulates waste and at the same time the workers aren't getting paid for it. It's just like bad coming in and bad going out. Um, Honestly, I don't think it's fair to bash people who shop at fast fashion stores because sometimes you you just can't afford oh yeah stuff so and a lot of people think that those who are like oh my god all of my clothes are eco-friendly handmade they think that's like elitist because of course like if you can afford that then do it you know you're helping the environment but I was literally about to buy laundry detergent that came in little strips um and they looked really cool I was like wow this is a lot of laundry and they came in a card like a biodegradable cardboard um box thing that was really small like the size of an envelope yet it had like 38 loads of laundry in there and you wouldn't need to buy any plastic bottles but it was so much more expensive than just buying the plastic bottles and I could think about buying that but like a mom with five children isn't gonna think about buying that you know yeah I saw this video and this girl was like um she was like, so people, like, if I can't afford, like, the high-end, like, um, eco-friendly, like, obviously that stuff costs more because it costs more for the people making it to, like, produce it. And she was like, so, like, I was telling people that I couldn't um, afford the eco-friendly stuff, and they were telling me, oh, just go shop at a thrift store, just go do that. And then she was like, even people that don't have that much money want something new sometimes. Like, they want to get something in the mail and, like, that excitement, like, getting something new. And if they have to do it, like, by shopping at, like, Shein or, like, Forever 21 or somewhere that's cheaper, then, like, why can't they? Yeah, I think a lot of it is, it's it's complicated because even if we tell these stores, oh, like, we, I don't know, make them increase, like, pay their workers, they're just going to increase the prices of the items. And then no one's going to be able to afford it. Or Oh my gosh. This brings me into my next topic. How much does stuff actually cost to produce? I want to know so bad how much stuff costs to produce. Because I heard one time from somebody that companies won't sell stuff for cheaper than they paid for it. And I'm like, sometimes they do 70% off sales. Sometimes they do 90% off sales. Um, so like, I'm like, how much does this stuff cost to make? And especially since they're producing it, like if it's Walmart, they're producing it in like super massive bulk. Yeah. How much are they paying for this stuff? I just, I want to know so badly. Like, I want to know, like, just, like, for anything, like, how much did this really cost to make? Oh, and, like, books. How do they print those and sell them for, like, $20? Because they'll be, like, 300 pages. And if you go to the library or anywhere, it's going to be, like, 14 cents to print a standard size sheet. It's because libraries will, I mean, overprice. I... I started using um, the UPS by my house to print shipping labels because I we ran out of ink in our printer, and it's $3 per two sheets of paper. $3! That's yeah. a lot of money. It's just like the upcharge on these things are insane, and you can't make it yourself because you have to buy the materials to make the stuff, and the people who produce the materials and then resell them upcharge this yeah. for the smaller consumer 
Like, if you're not a big business, if you can't buy in super bulk, you can't win. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's, yeah, a lot of it, you know, capitalism is great sometimes-ish. Not always, but that's what it is like you're not gonna if you want to make money and you know people will buy this thing for this price why would you charge more i want to know how much it costs to produce an iphone because i am oh i like i someone said it was 50 dollars. you like still google it like fact check but i think it's 50 oh and like while she's doing that i don't know if you guys have heard of this but like there's this thing called penny shopping oh my god should i even talk about this or should i keep it a secret we have three listeners. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, like, it's, like, penny shopping at the Dollar General. And, like, these people will make, like, 400 item hauls, and they'll walk away paying $4. Like, there's, like, Facebooks you can get um, into, Facebook groups, and they'll, like, tell you what to go buy, like, what is a penny. But, like, basically, it's, like, items that penny out at the Dollar Tree. And, some, like, it'll be, like, sometimes it'll be, like, speakers. Sometimes it'll be, like, energy drinks. Like, it's just the most randomest stuff. And you go, and it'll be a penny. But the thing is, like, the managers are supposed to take them out of the store. But, like, sometimes they don't get to it quick enough. It's just, like, a game. Like, they'll just be, like, 61 cents, and they'll just have gotten, like, so much stuff. Did you find out how much the iPhone costs? Yes, I did. So, according to digitaltrends.com, let me see. It cost Apple roughly $66.50 to make the 6.5-inch iPhone 11 Pro Max. That's crazy, and they sell it for so much. It's either the screen or the entire phone that costs 66.5. I can't really tell. In 2017, Fox News, not sure, it's whatever, came out and said that it cost $288. And then after 736 in basic manufacturing costs, the iPhone 8 Plus cost $295 to build, and they charge $799 for it. Oh my god, imagine how much other phones cost, like cheaper phones, like phones that are $200. How much would they cost to build? No, probably not that much. Yeah. Ooh, speaking of phones, I heard that we're going to go space mining soon. Because apparently there's this um, material that's abundant either on the moon or on Mars because I don't retain detail very well. Um, and we're going to go mine it because, and then sell it to these mega companies to use for their phone production and stuff. I just, it's so hard to comprehend that we can mine somewhere that isn't here. Yeah, and I don't want us to. I don't know why. It's just like, I just don't want us to do that. Why do we always have to look at something new and see profit? Why can't we just be amazed at the existence of it? We're probably provoking, like, someone. Yeah, they're going to come back. The aliens, they're going to freaking come out of the freaking... Um, what's it called? Is it the, what's the place under the crust? 
I don't know. I don't remember. But they they probably live in Mars, like, in the planet. And they're going to come out and be like, what are you guys doing? And then they're going to wage war on Earth. And it then is I'm- not cool. <laughs> Wait, what else do we have to talk about? Um, Nostalgia in general. I feel like I'm nostalgic about everything. I am. I was on TikTok the other day. And <laughs> I feel like I should... It's going to be... It's going to start not being cool to be on TikTok anymore. I don't even know if it is. But, and I saw this TikTok, and it was about this person going to college, and it was basically, do you know the um, that one audio that's like, the drip finally stops? Oh my god, I saw that TikTok. Please. Oh my god, I actually had a tear, a tear come out of my eyes at watching a TikTok and I was like oh my god what is wrong with me it was like the childhood disappeared when he like see you on the side on the other side no there is no other side and I was like oh my god that's so true like my childhood is over I just I literally I don't know like I don't I'm not ready yeah like I'll never be ready like what the heck (laughs) Like, I want to be a kid forever so bad, but I also want to be an adult. Like, me too. <laughs> I literally went on YouTube and found the freaking Gravity Falls remix. Do you know Gravity Falls? Yeah. Yeah. And I just listened to that for like an hour because I missed the show. <laughs> Why? Then I rewatched the Twilight series. <laughs> like, I was like, wait, I want to watch them again and I just started it and it was like 10 hours worth of film and I watched it in like two days <laughs> I just can never forget just reading all of those freaking YA books in middle school just oh like I was the bad boys <laughs> oh my god finding Wattpad for the first time <laughs> I want to experience Wattpad again like I might re-download it right now just for but it just wouldn't be the same because some of the books, like if I went back and reread them, I would hate, I would be like, what was I reading? What is this? <laughs> they would be of the kissing booth quality. Let's just say that. Oh my God, the kissing booth is, no. <laughs> Nostalgia isn't necessarily a negative feeling, but it's, I don't, like, I don't feel happy about it. It's always just like bittersweet, but like more bitter than sweet. <laughs> I don't really know how to feel about it. Oh my god. Also, wait, hold on. Okay, the average age of first-time mothers is 26. <laughs> don't tell me that. So we're like, I'm 18 and you're like, you're almost, are you, you're almost 19. Like, <laughs> no, I don't want to know that, though. That's in eight years. Like, I just can't myself going through college, like, finding, having a wedding. Oh, my God. I was thinking about this yesterday. The thought of a wedding is just the scariest thing. Oh, my God. That's so true. You have to, like, walk. Oh, my. No. Ew. You have one person that you have to spend the rest of your life with. Don't work out, you become a statistic. Yeah, and then what about divorce? Like, oh my god, I do not want to be like freaking clowned because you got married. <laughs> no, 
Like, you literally get married in front of everyone you know, all attention. You spend so much money. I heard weddings are expensive. Like, yeah. they're like, they rival college tuition. <laughs> and That's insane. To oh spend God. so much on a wedding, and then, I mean, I'm saying that, like, and honestly, no shade if your parents are divorced, but no one gets, goes into a wedding expecting to get a divorce out of it. Oh my God. Imagine having to like kiss someone in front of everyone you know. Um, I think that would be the least terrifying part. I think more all the attentions on you, Elizabeth. Oh my god, and then you have to have like a first dance. (gasps) Ew. I mean, yeah, ew. I want a small wedding. (laughs) I want a small wedding. I want to be. I might not even have one. I might just go to the courthouse because they're expensive and. I'm gonna get all my stuff from the Dollar General. <laughs> Same. Honestly, no one's gonna know the difference. Oh my god. I, there's this new thing that I want. I saw a TikTok about it. Have you heard of I think it's called Globbers? No, it's not Globbers. Glob. Oh my god, I'm gonna be so sad if I can't find it. These things, they're called globbles. <laughs> what? Have you heard of them? No. Okay, so they're these little balls, right? And <laughs> you throw them on your ceiling, and they fall down, and you catch them, and then you throw them back. I Am feel- I supposed to be amazed? Oh, no. Okay, you, you had to have seen the TikTok. I think the boredom has reached an astronomical level at this point. It had to have reached that level. I'm trying to show you why I want these. Like, I feel like you're not understanding. Thank you guys for joining us in this episode of Two of a Kind. I hope you guys come back next week and have been enjoying them. Follow us on our Twitter at We Are Two of a Kind. And you can email us, like, literally anything you want, like, questions, anything, at our email, two of a kind, four, five, six, at gmail.com. Still waiting for our first email. Still waiting. <laughs> so it's fine. We're, we'll get through it. Bye. Bye.